This is the show where you get updated about happenings, particularly this weekend where a lot happened from Formula One, tennis and football leagues across Europe. I'm sure you know you're in for a swear time on the show this evening. My name is Maureen and I'll be back shortly after this timeout with the analysis segment. Please stay tuned. Sports Lounge. Sports Lounge. On Futa Radio 93.1 FM. And turn up the volume. Sports Lounge. Sports Lounge. It's nothing but sports. sports. This is Sports Lounge. This song is actually needed with things going down in this country. Well, uh, let's quickly head up to the things we have on offer. Uh, sorry, we started them um, behind the schedule and uh, on the list. We have, um, um, you start with the US Open. We have Formula One. We also have um, um, NPFL, uh, the uh, NNL um, Super 8 that just got promoted. And also we'll talk about the leagues that went down across Europe well, I have the guys with me. There's um, AY, Philip, and also Tuminsa in the studios and this evening. And together, we're doing justice to the talking points you have on offer. And first off, um, the uh, Formula One, where uh, we had uh, Max Verstappen again and Lewis Hamilton in another um, clash in the um, Grand Prix this weekend. Yeah, we'll begin with um, the Formula One um, between uh, Max Verstappen and um, Lewis Hamilton, the clash that happened. But uh, on the day, it was Daniel Ricciardo that came to top in that Grand Prix uh, because uh, Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen could not continue uh, that race. And uh, prior to that game, while we were reviewing the game, uh, we thought maybe it would be a one-two between uh, Max Verstappen and um, Lewis Hamilton and the fact that even Max Verstappen actually started on poor position. But I think in lap 26, there was this clash that actually occurred where um, Max Verstappen actually ran into uh, Lewis Hamilton's car in a beat to try to overtake him. But uh, in that game, and uh, the FIE has actually given a three-point uh, three grid penalty uh, for the next race and uh, at the next race in Russia. So, um, Philip, what's your take concerning that race in general? Uh, I'm happy that uh, the FIA came out as quickly as possible to stamp their feet on the ground against Max Verstappen. The last time they took a long time, you know, they were still romancing whether to 
punish him or not to punish him, but I think is it before um, they gave the verdict yesterday. Yeah, like I'm saying, the verdict yesterday came out very quickly. It yeah. was very very spontaneous, mm-hmm. so uh, that will serve as a deterrent. It was for, wrong. Yeah, for Max Verstappen, and I think it's high time that everyone involved in his team actually sat him down and talked to him because yeah, we've been you know hailing him Mad Max, Mad mm-hmm. Max, but he's really displaying the you know the mad in the Max that we call him because. <laughs> Is reckless in driving, honestly. Uh, we, we, we saw him bust into the limelight as a young driver. Mm-hmm. He was coming with, you know, so much ferociousness. And mm-hmm. uh, it was really wild, you know. But we thought maybe it was just raw talent. And eventually, it would grow into mm-hmm. becoming a more mature, mature driver. driver. But it doesn't seem to be working for him. And it's almost as if he has his mindset of, if I can't win, nobody then else. you shouldn't win. Yeah, yeah not nobody else. Someone yeah, will win. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like for his Lewis. direct kind of rival driver. shouldn't win. Mm-hmm. Because when you look at the turn on uh, lap 26, it was a bend. Nobody, yeah. even regular civilian driving that we drive here, <laughs> you, you, don't don't overtake, you don't overtake yeah, the bend. through the bend like that. So it was coming from, you know... Maybe uh, he was hoping Lewis will give. Give what? <laughs> he, that's your direct driver. That's like, you know, someone you're in direct yeah. competition with mm-hmm. just three points separating these guys and it, it was so unfortunate that his car climbed over Lewis's Lewis, car yeah. and if, if not, not for, for yeah if not for that new um, addition that, device, yeah, that yeah, yeah uh, the FIA introduced I think two seasons ago mm-hmm. he will have just practically landed on Lewis's Lewis head so I don't understand how Max is really approaching this season maybe he's getting jittery or maybe he's afraid Maybe he's desperate. He's really desperate for that, you know, win. Like, I just want to have a championship to my name. But all in all, let's just move away from their crash. It was a bad one from uh, Max um, Verstappen with Mossy. But for the guys that won Daniel Ricciardo, yeah, yeah. that was his first win since 2018. Mm-hmm. And it was really nice to see him uh, win a race again. Daniel Ricciardo used to be Max Verstappen's uh, second, second driver, driver, you know, at Red Bull. And this is a very cheerful, good guy, driver. I like him. He reminds me of uh, Valtteri Bottas. To his, he just wants to race. He doesn't really about you know competition and that was why he was forced out of mm-hmm. Red Bull Red because Bull. he was just a cheerful guy that just wanted to race but now he won the race and uh, Sergio Perez came in uh, second and Valtteri Bottas came in third good one for Mercedes at least they no, got Lando Norris Lando Norris came in second, second yeah. and uh, Valtteri Bottas, Bottas came, came in third, third. Mm-hmm. good one on the constructors uh, standings at least Mercedes will have added points yeah. but I was hoping apart Sergio from Perez. the no, um, I, I was saying the the Red Bull crash. Mm-hmm. I was hoping they would also dock points from um, the uh, Red Bull and Max Verstappen, both the constructor and the driver. They should right. actually, because there is something called fair play. You know, mm. when you crash into someone, you would yeah, expect you that you, you apologize. Mad Max just got out of his car and he walked away as if he didn't <laughs> just wreck happened. someone. Yeah, the, the the video of him walking away was even more annoying because he just <laughs> got out of his car. He didn't even look back to check if Hamilton was okay. Hamilton was okay. He just walked away and that was it. So I think for that, um, will I say non? Uh, fair play gesture. It mm-hmm. should actually be taught, you know, uh, some lesson. And for the other guys too that um, got on the podium, podium, uh, Lando Norris, I uh, think, Danny Ricciardo. and Danny Ricciardo. I think this is some sort of uh, boost in morale and confidence that they still have what it takes. Particularly Daniel Ricciardo, when he was bundled out of Red Bull, we didn't see so much from him mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. a long time. And you, we've been saying who could replace Lewis Hamilton? Could, these are still good drivers that are on ground. I was, I was telling you, George Russell is mm-hmm. is far away from you know <laughs> the, the like first thing. Yeah, the first thing people you drivers, ever yeah. consider to replace someone like Lewis Hamilton. So mm-hmm. for Daniel Ricciardo, good one that he won, uh, and also for Valtteri Bottas, good one that he brought in points for Mercedes. Well, there's the first time since 2010 uh, that. Uh, uh, McLaren finished um, f- top on the podium, it had this one-two finish on the, on the podium, and the last time this happened was in 2010, uh, the Canada uh, Grand Prix. Well, uh, away from uh, Formula One, let's head to tennis, where first we'll discuss um, Novak um, Djokovic, will I say, surprise loss to um, Daniel Medvedev. Well, well uh, prior to that um, game, that uh, final, a lot of people expected Novak to actually get all the th- four Grand Slams um, for off because it was just the US Open left for him to actually claim, but he was unable to actually do that. Maybe be- the brilliance of um, Danny Medvedev actually um, came to party that night. Definitely, he actually did a good one in that uh, encounter and uh, he saw off um, Novak Djokovic. And I remember when we were talking about um, the semi-final game, uh, Novak Djokovic taking on um, Zarev. Uh, and we, I, I think, Philip, you made mention of the fact that um, he's... 
um, slow beginning, the fact that he loses first set and hopes he comes back to actually win the game, would actually luck would not always smile on him. And I think that was what that was what actually maybe happened in the game against them. Um, Danny Medvedev, he felt maybe if he lost the first set or how he has been playing so far this season maybe he could actually um, come back in the rest of the set but wasn't able to actually do that. Yeah, I, I don't want to put down uh, Daniel Medvedev's win to good luck or bad luck you know, on mm. either player's side. I think it was just down to individual brilliance on the night. Daniel Medvedev understood the assignment. He knew he had just one thing to do which was go there and stop Novak Djokovic in his tracks and Looking at how they started, uh, you know, the game, Novak also started, you know, brightly. Everybody started playing their good tennis, but eventually Daniel Medvedev just pulled away. He just, he was just different on the night. He just mm-hmm. knew he came in for one thing and one thing only. He, to win. To win. That was it. He didn't come to play second fiddle. He didn't come to, you know, maybe just enjoy the moment. You know, some people play finals and they say, ah, I just want to enjoy the atmosphere. No, he came to win mm-hmm. and it was After obvious. After losing like three finals? Yeah, already. he lost the semi-final uh, at uh, Australian Open to Novak. Mm-hmm. He lost US Open to um, Dominic Thiem, I think. No. Uh, Nadal. He lost the final to Nadal too. So, you see, he, he already knew that he had just you know, one chance at this shot. And what made it even more historic or more interesting was the fact that Novak was going in for a golden slam. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, also to um, surpass his meal compared to Yeah, his, also put, put him clear. Maybe 21, 21 Grand Slam grand and all slam, that. Yeah. So if he was against another opponent, maybe it wouldn't have been this glamorous. But stopping that historical uh, feat Break, that yeah. Novak Djokovic wanted to achieve on the night, winning 6 4. This was the first time Novak Djokovic would be losing a final in yeah. street, street sets. 6 4, 6 4, 6 4. That was <laughs> one word for that, which was sheer dominance. Daniel Medvedev was just dominant on the night. He had 24 aces. I've never seen someone dominate Djokovic this much. Djokovic had just six aces in almost two hours of the game. <laughs> in, I, I'd never seen that before. But I, I just liked, I loved um, Novak Djokovic's I say, attitude after he lost. The fact that he was quick to um, congratulate Danny Medvedev and the and fact that... Choice, so. Yeah, no, no, there are some people who when they lose, they are, they're angry or they're bitter about it. And the fact that we all knew if he had won that, what it was at stake for him to actually, or what he would have become if he had actually won that um, US Open. And after the game, I saw his reaction. He knew that, okay, yes, he, he didn't win it. Then the next reaction was, okay, let me congratulate this guy who actually won it. The fact that this is also his first Grand Slam and all. The sportsmanship, I think I really enjoyed that coming from um, Novak. Yeah, that was the word sportsmanship that I wanted to use for Max Masterpen and uh, Lewis Hamilton. So for Novak, yeah, he broke down. It was it was intense. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, just, but, but after he came out yeah. and then he congratulated Danny Medvedev. But for the New York fans at uh, the uh, at Ash Stadium, I think it was really detasteful for, from them. They were booing. Daniel Medvedev. Medvedev was supposed to wrap up the game as at 5-1. Mm-hmm. The last set, it was 5-1 leading mm-hmm. you Novak. Know, uh, Novak. Novak pulled it back to 5-4, then he won 6-4. But at every point in time when he was serving for the championship point, he was getting heavily booed. Before the US, or when the US Open started, everybody tipped, was tipping Novak to actually win it. And and I know Novak the was the fan favorite, mm-hmm. but I'm saying it is becoming... Uh, synonymous to New York fans. That was the same thing that happened between Serena Williams and Naomi Osaka. Yeah, when yeah. they were booing Naomi Osaka, that just won. Even what about um, Lila Fernandez and Emma Randucano? Their game too was also because the fans actually wanted um, Lila to actually. Yeah, you know she's American Canadian. Yeah, wanted to wanted her to actually win it over um, Emma Randucano, and even when she won, their reactions could tell that. Mm, yeah, I think maybe the organizers and you know the officials should actually do more because if it was in France or it was in Australia, mm-hmm. you know, we or see maybe people, Wilbur, then UK. yeah, on, or in the UK, you see the, the, the arena is totally quiet, especially mm-hmm. if someone is serving for the championship points. That yeah. was if they allowed, don't let me say if they allowed for whatever reason, if Danny Medvedev didn't pick up that third set because uh, Novak was you know. It was coming mm-hmm. like he would win that tournament yeah. because he came from five one mm-hmm. and he pulled it back to five four. Yeah. Imagine he equal to five five and then he won that tournament. Trust me, nothing will stop him from pushing through and winning. Because mm-hmm. the fans know. were actually exactly the fans were cheering. But you know the the umpire was telling them it was appealing to them. Thank you, quiet. please keep quiet. <laughs> People kept booing Danny Medvedev and that affected his concentration. He couldn't serve 
he lost three straight uh, um, three straight points from five one. He lost to five two, five three, five four until maybe he just broke out of that psychological block and eventually got, you know got he got the win. So I think from going forward from this, the the organizers at New York should actually do more with the fans. We we've been seeing it has been reoccurrent when they don't like someone, yeah, they, they make it so obvious, it, yeah. and that is not sport manly. Well, for the women's game, Emma Randukano actually um, becoming the first um, def- becoming the first Britain. Um, Grand Slam winner in 44 years, following the footstep of Virginia Wade, who lifted the Wilburton Trophy in 1977. And that's actually a big fit for Emma Randacano. And uh, she was so excited actually winning that one. And uh, she and Leila actually battled it out. And um, she won uh, that game 6-4-6-3. What do you make of, of that? She also came prepared. She also understood yeah. the assignment. You know, winning 6-4. I thought maybe after she won that first set 6-4, uh, Leila would probably rally back and... Um, it looked like she was going to, but the fans uh, the fans, the fans cheered, on side, yeah, the, yeah the fans cheered her up to actually to actually get that but I think there was a point um, Emma took a medical break to actually stitch her leg or something like that and then maybe she was also complaining calling to the umpire but like why did she have to take that point when she was already gaining her momentum back into the game and the like so but <laughs> that, that actually happened and after the game she went immediately to hug her dad I think her dad is actually her coach and the likes and uh, there's been this fanfare right there in the UK the fact that um, the first time in 44 years that a British woman will actually win it but in like now our rankings in the ATP WTA have actually increased now definitely there will be more pressure on her going into next year's Grand Slam the fact that there will be the Australian US will be doing yeah. and like do you think that pressure I don't think there will be pressure on her because this is, is she's not the first person that will do it in the female you know uh, world of tennis we've seen new winners every now and then we've seen new but faces but at that age only Naomi and Iga Swatek You've mentioned two people already. So yeah, Naomi is Naomi is Naomi is Naomi is struggling. Iga's she's not struggling with the pressure. She's Nobody struggling knows. with she's struggling with uh, the you know change in lifestyle. You know, from someone that was reclusive before now, mm-hmm. you're yeah, yeah, on billboards, you're yeah, the face of the tournament and all that. So, but for her, for Emma, I think if she doesn't win any other Grand Slam till the rest of her career, at least she, she has won history. one already, and she's exactly. now yeah, British number one now. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I think for her, she should just enjoy the moment. She has won one. Mm-hmm. Don't put yourself over. You know, don't start to compare yourself to Serena Williams. <laughs> don't set targets that you want to win twenty three. <laughs> just take it as it comes. You know, if if you win them, fine. If you don't, enjoy the moment. Well, away from the international news segment, we we'll head to the Nigeria football scene where a quick update about the just concluded Super 8 uh, where um, Niger Tornadoes, Shooting Stars, um, Remo Stars and and um, Gumbe United actually um, got promoted to uh, the MPFL. Well, there are talks of protests, violence and allegations and counter-allegations which rocked the just-concluded um, 2021 Nigeria National League promotion playoff. Well, away from that to the CAF Champions League game that went down over the weekend, um, Aqua United secured a slim one new win over Algerian side Sierra Belbodad in the first leg of uh, the CAF Champions League preliminary round clash at the Godswill Akpabio International Stadium yesterday. And also in another CAF Champions League game, Rivers United beat Tanzania's Young Africans one new way at the Benjamin National Stadium, Dar es Salaam. Another quick update in the Nigeria football scene, uh, the NFF and the Premier Lotto Limited, popularly known as Babai Jebu, today um, sealed an agreement for, for them to become the official best sponsor of the national team. Well, they joined the likes of um, Airpeace, who is also the official airline of our Nigerian national teams, and MTN as the official communications partner for the Super Eagles and national teams. We head to uh, the international football scene. Now, first off, we'll begin with the Premier League, and uh, the first game in everyone's lips is the uh, Manchester United uh, versus um, Newcastle game. And uh, one man in everyone's lips is um, Cristiano Ronaldo um, getting two goals on his debut for Manchester United. Well, um, EY. Yeah, I think um, for Ronaldo, said this about him is arguably the best finisher in the history of the game. I mean. Um, the range of his goals, there was a tapping, but then 
The second was a clinical finish after a fantastic run, especially, for especially so, when they were drawing a 1 1. Yeah, especially for someone who turns that seven in the next, I think, five months. Mm-hmm. I mean, the sprint and the finish, you would think that was a youngster. So I think um, for Ronaldo, he has obviously raised the levels at Man United. This is Ronaldo. We all know what he brings to the party. 110%. His whole, his whole um, personal, his whole um, aura tends to actually, you know, rubs on ropes off on all that. I think, I, I think before well, the yes, game... He actually started uh, with um, the food routine right there at Man United. Exactly. And, and I think before the game, we saw, <laughs> uh, we, we, we saw when they were doing their shooting drills and then it was after he took um, his trademark knuckle free kick and then Sancho was asking him how does he get a swivel on the ball, which would be very, very interesting to see going forward because, you know, we saw that discussion of uh, after he took the free kick and then we saw, uh, for anyone who saw it, um, the pre-match um, practice with mm-hmm. Sancho actually asking him man. so I think you know it comes in the likes of Greenwood Rashford Martial Jelings um, no, obviously Jelings is quite old now he's more or less a veteran but then even Jelings Sancho the whole squad could learn from either his professionalism or his technique or whatever it makes that makes him tick and obviously he's a serial winner wherever he has gone he has tried to make sure make sure that you know he's you know done the needful, he has set the standard and for my United, um, you know, Paul Cobra, it seems like, mm-hmm. you know, and then talks about him um, wanting to sign new contracts okay, or contract why, why negotiations he, because, has begun. Why wouldn't he? I think before he was the scapegoat, I think, obviously, for, for, my for obvious reasons, you know, he was my United's most expensive player, um, he was not enough, the and then there was, you know, obviously there was you know, um, comparison between him and KDB, and they were comparison between his performance for France and his performance for my United, also, comparisons between um, his performance for um, you know Juventus and Man United, and there were talks of you know Pogba does not necessarily bring his A game all the time mm-hmm. to Man United, but then he has about seven, I think seven, seven assists now. Seven assists mm-hmm. and now compared to last season, let's he has be, four. Uh, let's be honest, if this was KDB, man, we'll be hearing you know <laughs> boom, 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 boom. And that would have been identical. You get, you get now. But then it's for Pogba, and then you know the likes of Graham Sooners are you know they're not happy in their room. They're looking at it, but then. The, the good he, about, has, he has equaled Paul School's best ever assist record. He, he, Philip, you know what I like about his assist? It's you know the the, the, you know, the ring in his assist. There's the you know I pass it to you, you do the rest, which many people don't count as assist. It's like I gave you the ball, you did much of the bulk work, and then I'm counting on the assist. And then there is the me breaking the lines to make sure okay, I'm forcing you to, to score it. this goal. So I mean, it's the ring for for me. So I think um for my United, it's really really good for them. We talked about this now. Many people might not necessarily think you know, them signing Ronaldo don't make them tied to contender. But then I've no. said this. Lo- lots of people think signing it makes them makes them contender. Yeah, it, it makes them a title contender. Who more must you sign to become a title contender? Exactly. I mean, which are the best? If you sign Ronaldo, you are not considering yourself a title contender. Some mind that I mean, I wish you people was here because you will tell you, you know, they are not tied to contenders. But then, you know, yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, that's a vintage performance from Cristiano Ronaldo um, on Saturday. And, you know, he has proven again to us yet again that he's a football poacher by bringing um, United, you know, to lead again after um, leveling, uh, by after, um, after Newcastle, Newcastle leveled, leveled uh, up in the game. So Ronaldo brought them back into the game. You know, you may want to say uh, it's, it's a tapping or whatever you want to say, but then it's, the it's positioning and everything. So, and his second goal, it's all to watch. So, uh, Ronaldo has brought, uh, you know, he has given them this clinical um, edge. edge. Then, over other teams. Uh, yes, over other teams. And um, Man United are in a poor position now, you know, to say, yes, we want to contend, uh, contend for something this uh, season. At all, at all. Yeah, Man speaking United. of contending, I think uh, at all, at all. Ronaldo has put the team in, the, maybe, uh, let me say, he has allowed the team to dream. Because now they can actually, yeah, so this is that someone was dreaming before. Now it no, no, them no, no, no. See, anything beyond the Manchester Africa. United were not dreaming before. Manchester yeah, United were simply before. signing players for the sake of signing. Okay, our neighbors have signed someone for 90 million. We also have to make a statement. That's signing. what I'm saying, Philip. Yeah. They're signing quality players and then they were not winning. But then you could, you know, they were saying, no, I'm okay. saying no, they, they uh, never I'm signed. Agree. I, won't, I won't agree with you on that. Uh, see, they are players. Okay. United signed, United, United finished 
with uh, under Jose Mourinho, mm-hmm. they finished, second. I think, second, yeah, yeah, second with 81 points mm-hmm. on a regular day. 81 points to win you a league mm-hmm. in any league in the world. But then City, mm-hmm. but City, City finished 100. Mm-hmm. I, was it 100? Yeah, that was, was yeah, 100. 100. yeah, so but man, you finished with 81. Guess what? They labeled that season a failure. They kicked uh, Jose um, yeah. next season mm-hmm. and they brought in Oli. Oli has not even ranked, Oli has not raked in 81 points since he's been there. Mm-hmm. But I've never seen my United at the end of any season say that season has been a failure. That's right. Under Mourinho. Mourinho, they won trophies. <coughs> under Mourinho, they won trophies. But under Oli, they've not won trophies. They finished farther away from uh, Man City, but they still have this hope that we are rebuilding. Mm-hmm. So they've not really, in their minds, United have never gotten to the place where they think, let's not rebuild, let's not build. This season, let's just go for the kill. But now that Ronaldo is in the team, Ronaldo is not coming to build with you. Ronaldo wants to win. It's exactly. Yeah. Ronaldo wouldn't finish second and. That means AY, AY is right to say Man United are hoping to, like, with Ronaldo in the squad, they are the to actually win. At all. At that's at what I'm saying. That they've uh, removed Ronaldo, all their transfer signings. They they've they, never they, really gotten to that point that they can say they can we should win this for season. The, for the but this season, it's not as if they have, see, Man City has scored everybody already again. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's not as if. They have, you know, the most potent attack. But I'm saying the inclusion of the attack is fair. not the most no. potent, but the one of the most potent. Okay. Really want to say they have the most potent? One of the no, most potent. No, not most potent, but they have a nice they, and decent no, attack. Are, exactly. We are going with history here, and I really told me here they have a nice and decent attack inside that Sancho. Going back, his, ah, going by his number from from Greenwood. Germany, that's scary. You have Rashford, you have you know um, Greenwood, you like, like you said, and then you are adding Ronaldo. Ronaldo, obviously, Cavani is still there. Wow. Masia is there. Wow, wow, wow. Let's not say much. <laughs> well, let's go to let's go to other games that went down over the weekend. Chelsea versus Aston Villa, and uh, what a better way to spoil Ronaldo's uh, will I say party spoil? at Manchester United? Nah. Romeo Lukaku got all two goals. Nah, it's big room. It's big room. See. See, I don't know for others, yeah? Let me be honest here now. I don't know for others. Whatever Big Rom does from here is not surprising for me. But well, don't you think it's an intent? Or like, okay, you what think, say, see, not all this kind, you think, say, you wise. No, 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 no. For me, sorry, Tommy, for me, yeah, since West Brom, Lukaku has earned my respect. Till I stop watching football, till I don't understand football <laughs> anymore. Whatever Lukaku does, I will expect that. This is necessary. You know why? Lukaku was at West Brom with likes of Chris Bonds. Chris Brown, James Morrison, and you know players who you expect to be at Burnley, and then Lukaku scored 17 goals with one penalty at the age of 18. Now that's an elite finisher for all of his, all of his shortcomings. His first touch is not good. He does not have a good auto play. Whatever you want to say about Lukaku, when you check his goal scoring record, he's an elite finisher. And I think we only appreciate that when he, when he retires. So whatever Lukaku does, now that you know Chelsea have you know a system that Chelsea has always been a team now. When you have a potential, there's a reason you go Costa um, came to Chelsea and flourished. He flourished because he knew how to finish. Now Chelsea will always create the chances for you. So I think for Lukaku and then for Chelsea, the only problem was that they faced a team that mirrored their formation and they struggled a bit. Yeah, that's maybe because that, that, of Sauningas in 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 um, the midfield. And then I'm I'm going to call out myself here. I think when they're <laughs> announcing uh, when they announced Sauningas, I said um, when they announced Sauningas and Kamavinga, I said those are two players who I don't necessarily expect to you know struggle. Maybe we'll get to um, Kamavinga later in the day, but then um, for Sauningas, you know, it was not necessarily the dream debut no, for him. And maybe he, was he struggled a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the truth. This but the, then, this not the first time he's playing. Yeah, yeah. Because of the tempo of the game, see, he's trying to bring, he's trying to com- combine uh, the English kind of football with that of Spanish, which is not going to work because English, the English boy is a kind of kick and run. Just is about the intensity. Now this, it, that's not what happened uh, in, in, in Spain. You just, you know, you keep passing, push. The ball around you know till you get what you want now is this guy is doing uh he, he comes around and you know with the uh tenacity and uh all the rigorous um you know um what's it now a rigorous uh, attacks and you know um this thing that, that Aston, comes from this guy cannot, he could not keep up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he, he started, he started um, dropping, he started, you know, losing possessions and all. Yeah. But aside that, um, we, we must, you know, give credit to uh, 
uh, to, to this guy. He, he really tried, but I, I, I really do not expect um, Tuko to start him on the night. Well, that's for expecting true. To, you know, to substitute. True. Maybe, him. maybe because maybe because like when we were previewing the game on Friday, I remembered I said um, you will see a lot of maybe second yes. field players yeah. actually start this game because of the big guys participating in, in uh, uh, the World Cup qualifiers for their country. And Salninga started same with um, ZH also starting that game and the likes. But uh, then again, Salninga struggled. I did not uh, blame him for that. They, well, he has played his whole life at uh, Atletico Madrid and then coming to um, Chelsea was going to be a very difficult one for it him. Was, I, I thought it was going to be difficult, but then I thought, you know, the quality of Salninga and the games he just played. But it's I think just one game, bro. Yeah, still yeah. One, yeah mm-hmm. but, but, but the whole point, the whole point not even about something, I think it's about you know, she also facing the thing that mirrored their formation. Aston Villa, for all of their 4 3 3, 4 2 3 1 mm. for the past two years, on that day decided to play with the 3 5 2. And I think, if not for you know, um, Lukaku knowing that uh, he knows Twanzebe and Twanzebe knows him, and Lukaku <laughs> has smarted Twanzebe because after the game, uh, Lukaku said, Twanzebe knows me from my United, he knows that I shoot to my left, and then I decided to send him back to my United by going to my right. So that's you know, big, big, big call. But I think, other than that. The three five two Aston Villa put in those packs on Chelsea surprise. You must give um credit to sorry, um the Chelsea uh defense too. They were yeah, rock solid. That, 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 yeah. That, that's what Chelsea I'm saying. taking their chances when it comes. That, that that's what I'm saying now. You know, for Chelsea this is you know, so far so good since Tuko came on. Mm-hmm. You'd expect them playing Aston Villa should be like, you know, uh, yeah, it should be like well, sort of a walk in the park, but, but then, you have the same squad though. No, 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 Aston Villa had it so, but let's not forget Aston Villa were missing Emmy Martinez, Emmy Buendia, and I think um what? Um, one other um, South American player, and now they played with Danny Ings and Oli Watkins, who's just coming back from England. But, 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 but Danny Ings, so, but see, they were phenomenal on the night. But what if, you, if you see the possession, see they outplayed see, Chelsea for everything. That's what but I'm saying. The only thing was the clinicality. That's, that's uh, what I'm that. saying. That's what I'm saying. We might see, you know, we might see teams adopt, you know, a three at the back system to turn. You know, this is where Tukula, you know, obviously Tuku plays three four three three five two, and you look like you know he's invincible. He's beaten Man City twice or one, I think twice in the past three yeah, games and yeah, all that. So, right. for some reason, Chelsea are looking so phenomenal. But now, they played an Aston Villa side who you think, yes, there's obvious quality in Aston Villa. But then, let's be honest, Aston Villa are losing key players there. And then, they gave Chelsea so much problems. So, you know, maybe the way to actually just, you know, make, you know, rattle Chelsea by, by mirroring that formation. But I think, you know, on the night... Or over the weekend, what we saw was if you have a clinical striker, you have an edge. So yeah, it's sure. not necessarily dependent on your style or whatever. Okay, if you have yeah. a clinical striker, you have this edge, and then that takes you a long, long, long way over other teams. And I think that's what we've seen with Man United. We've seen that with Liverpool. We've seen that with Chelsea. Where you know Salah got his hundred yeah. goals, Ronaldo doing what Ronaldo does. And then now you've me, mentioned now you've mentioned um, Liverpool. Uh, like you said, they actually got uh, the win over Leeds. Um, Mohamed Salah scoring and also and also Fabio also um, getting a goal in that one and also for Arsenal uh, the one against uh, Norwich Aubameyang the captain stepping up why are you not happy? <laughs> how are you happy about uh, how are you happy by, by, by beating Norwich 1-0? Well and for Tottenham well nobody can be like Chelsea that will play with 10 men and still try to um, hold right. on to the play Crystal Palace somehow I'm kind of happy for Patrick Vera why? on his side getting that maximum victory I think it's, Tottenham yeah you're happy for for Patrick Vieira, yeah. but I think it's sad for Nuno because this is it, yes. I think the only addition was um, Otson Edward from from you know Scotland. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, most people look at the Scottish League with this you know dented eye that it's a farmer's league, whatever. And then mm-hmm. I think that was the only major addition to um, the Crystal Palace. Palace team. Yes, you could say the Tottenham team was you know hindered by you know injuries and all, but then they had likes of Brand Gil who they signed with big big hopes and big big money. They had and because you know it was Lamela plus money for mm-hmm. Brand Gil, yeah. so that was big big money. And then there's Nombele on the bench who was signed, I think, for 40 million or yeah, so, and there was so much fun there. Yeah. And then for some reason. Hurricane had zero touches in the opposition box. Now, it's not about to go. When I saw Hurricane, I was just at this guy's yeah. side. This is the Crystal Palace side that I think. But well, Crystal Palace have played, and that's Benteke. That is, uh, that is, what uh, is Benteke? This is Zaha on the night. This is also Zaha too. Zaha that was, 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 was phenomenal. Zaha on that night was like a different Zaha because the past three. disastrous from for, on that night. Exactly. He wrecked Avok yeah. in the Tottenham so defense. Good, but then before that, that, before that, that, that I felt they should have defended better since the goal was still at, um, was, was still goal less. It's, 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 it's what I'm saying now. For all of you, for all of what you want to say, uh, yes, 
I don't want to make it look like Patrick Vieira is turning the table all of a sudden because mm-hmm. I think even Tot- the games Patrick Vieira didn't win, they played well. Yeah, or mm-hmm. they I think they've lost just well. once and yeah, they drawn. Drew one, yeah. lost one. Philip was one. playing well. You could pass the ball nicely and you're not creating so many chances, and then you could create so many chances without you know passing the ball nicely. So what is playing well for you? Because well, well, they got the maximum points and it's even three goals they scored in, uh, in the night. In all that being one. that you know Tottenham were used to ten men. I, 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 I'm you know maintaining this. Um, School of thought that you know for Tottenham is still a transition season. I remember when people were watching the recall, no, no, one one zero win for his first three games, and I said that's too early. Let's calm down, and I think that was brought you know Tottenham back to, um, back down to a but just to actually quickly sprinkle on Liverpool. I think Mo Salah. I just want to you know. I mean, <laughs> this is Mo Salah. For obvious reasons, many people don't necessarily rate Mo Salah, but then this is someone who has hundred goals. That's the Why do you feel he's underrated? He's not now. No, 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 no. Puts down you know his success to team success. Yeah, exactly. But then I think he's jogging club. Yeah, three players. there are three players who have hundred Premier League goals in the Premier League right now: Lukaku, Harry Kane. Mosala, even Cristiano Ronaldo does not have that, and that's great. <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo, obviously, you could break that this season. I'm not saying you wouldn't break that, but I'm just like Stating to put like, things to context mm-hmm. to make sure uh, to make us know what uh, no for Jamie Vardy. Let's add Jamie Vardy. So, um, we have four players Jamie Vardy, Jamie Vardy too is underrated. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Anybody who underrated Jamie Vardy now is doing that at their own detriment, but then. If you're saying you no, know, Jamie Vardy, Hurricane Lukaku, and then you're mentioning Salah, who's a winger by trade as a centurion in terms of Premier League goals for someone who has played in Premier League for four or five years, mm-hmm. I think that's good for Salah. And I think for Liverpool, I mean, Blitz was sort of a lot, um, a lot injury too. Was really, was really sad. Uh, it was a sad one, obviously. Nobody wants to see. Oh, was that a red card, or was it because he was injured like that? That's why they gave it's him the similar red card. to the son, you know, son yeah. on Gomez yeah. issue, yeah, you know. Yeah. I think um, on first view you think it's a yellow card, but then when you see the impact of the injury, okay. I think the red card, card, nobody can argue with that. But then I think going by what happened on the weekend, it was a very, very boring weekend. But then Boring? Yeah, in the sense of, you know, for, for, I think you go back to two, um, two weeks ago, last week, um, no, last week was the international break, but two weeks, three weeks ago, there were goals galore. But then this Manchester weekend, City, Leicester. It ended one nil in favor of Manchester City. City doing City things. I mean, they are showing that okay, they don't necessarily need a striker. We are talking about strikers now, but then they found. Are you a serious way. about that? They yeah. really don't need a striker. They won the league without winning. They won the league without a striker last season. But if not I for the lapse in concentration, that means Casper Schmeichel had to make two or three big saves. Yes. And, and I'm and I'm emphasizing this three big saves. That's City without a striker. Hey, why you don't win the league because you know you are necessarily the best team in the league. Exactly. You win the league. You benefit from the misfortune of other, other teams. teams. That's yeah. what I'm Last saying. season, Man City benefited hugely from the misfortune of Liverpool. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, Liverpool. That's 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 yes. taking, Philip, that's taking a whole lot down. You could. Okay. No, where, not, where, was the, where was the no striker Man City three seasons ago? You know what Liverpool smashed them over Philip, you know the funny thing? They had a striker. One of the most clinical strikers in the history of the game. I am saying, I am saying, okay, now, wait, wait, hold on. What I'm saying is this. This season, when you look at the table already, Man U is stopping. Chelsea is next. I think Liverpool Liverpool is third. Man City is fourth. And you can see that everybody... Only two teams have... You know, only two of those four teams you've mentioned have clinical strikers. And that's because you are saying Ronaldo and Lukaku. Out of... Diego Jota. If you are talking about a team that plays without a striker, it is Liverpool. Liverpool plays with their front three with wingers. Sane is a winger, Salah is a winger, Diego Jota, only God knows his preference. Same thing you could say about City. Who's that? That's what I'm there? saying. City, see, for you to say City can walk to the league because this season, they, and the other four walk, teams I just I'm mentioned not, no, must no, actively did, down two. I didn't say they could walk. I'm saying if, 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 wait, 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 if Chelsea and Man City are playing tomorrow mm. to decide who wins the Premier League, who would you tip? Obviously, you, obviously, going by what has happened, just pick one person. <laughs> Don't go by what has happened. Chelsea, because of yeah. the so, but last season, before Thomas Tuchel came, if they were, if you, if they posed the same question to you, who would you pick? Because it's Frank Lampard. <laughs> yeah, simply about tracing my point. Well, okay. Last season Chelsea were bad. Last season my United, we don't know where they were. Wow. Liverpool too, they were missing in action. But this season you can't underrate so anybody. That means you can't drag my United for you know losing to Villarreal and my and your Chelsea for not winning the league. My United have Ronaldo this season. Okay. Chelsea have Lukaku this season. Wow. Liverpool look like they want to reclaim something it's they lost. Why mm-hmm. I said is why I so said it's why, it's why I said City winning at Leicester, which is a very very this, this one Leicester was very very Leicester won their no. last season. Go, okay, 
This man, you smashes okay, Leicester. I'm telling so you down. Very, very mark my word. No, mark my word. Is it AY? No, AY wants to cut. You want to cut Tottenham slack. You you say Nuno Espirito Santo is transiting in Tottenham, but you don't want to cut Patrick Vieira that is just coming to EPL for the first time in his life. No, 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 no. Now again, you are saying no. Now again, you are saying you know Man City. Yeah, no striker. Man City, no striker. They look like that. They can do what they. I'm sure Pep Guardiola is in his tactical room and is worried that these other teams, what did you go? Because trust me, this season will be tough. No. Anybody that wins this season, you won it because you were simply yeah, good. So other seasons, you didn't win it because you were simply good. Let's wow. say they didn't win the league because they were the best team in the league. Well, they won the league because they won the league because other teams were sleeping. Other teams were sleeping. Why didn't they sleep? Shabir, other teams were sleeping. Why they not sleep? And so why did Leicester not wake up other seasons? Why did they win it one season and they went away? That season, they were simply good. You don't get. You don't. Well, let's let's, 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 move, let's move on to another to another uh, another league. Um, let's quickly head to uh, the Spanish league where um Karim Benzema got an hat trick and also um Kamavinga also um getting I getting a goal in that one and it ended five two. And the fact that um they were hosting a game and since five hundred and sixty days at the Bernabeu, the Bernabeu is still under construction, but they were able to admit thirty thousand fans uh in the stadium. And also uh we saw a Thomas um, Lema's uh, dramatic injury time winner for Atletico Madrid as they defeated. So Espanol 2-1 and uh, for Barcelona Sevilla game that game didn't go down um, due to um, Sevilla not uh, able to have enough players to execute yeah, their and games Barcelona also. and Barcelona too also so. I think for Real Madrid I mean Big Benz I've said this Big Benz has been doing so what are you saying yeah, let him say you said I've said this yeah. he's an airline striker you don't have over 70 goals in the Champions League and that's why the fact that you play, you play almost 10 years with someone like Cristiano Ronaldo where you necessarily have to play second field too. Yeah. Now, you look, does, Chris, does playing with Cristiano Ronaldo mean if you don't score? No, 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 Let's not go into the whole uh, agree, uh, um, arguing and everything. Let's be honest. If you play Ronaldo at Real Madrid, if you if you want to prove that you're a goal scorer, you struggle. Mm-hmm. If you prove you're a supplier, you'll su- you be successful. Yeah. That's why Asensio and Lucas Vasquez had a very, very good career in that season where, you know, Zidane went to a 4-4-2. Where he was playing Morin, and let me tell you let me tell you what you know these people are not looking at. Let me ask you another question. Good, ask me another <laughs> when, you know when uh, Ronaldo was at Real Madrid, Good. was Benzema clinical enough? He was playing a different role, <laughs> and this is the truth. <laughs> I didn't ask you what role he was playing. Okay, was okay, 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 no, 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 no. If they gave you Suarez and Benzema to pick when Ronaldo was at Real Madrid, who would you pick? Benzema. You pick Benzema you know why? because he was the perfect complement to Cristiano Ronaldo. Let's be honest. The Atletico Madrid let's talk, game. Let's uh, talk about the game. Good. But let's talk. Uh, Real Madrid getting the win. I'm not surprised. I'm not. The, what, the point I'm trying to make is I've said this before. Benzema. I'm not. Very wasteful striker. <laughs> it's now that he knows that. Wow. It's not him. Yeah. All of the time wasteful. Who's Benzema used to be very wasteful. It is not that Ronaldo is not there to carry anybody. And the has to step up. Exactly. The fact. The fact he could switch all of a sudden now. The fact he could switch. From, There's no. nobody else. He has to be the one to deliver. <laughs> I want to talk about the Atletico Madrid game. game. Yes. See, I don't understand why you are why they they, they have to give them ten minutes, ten all minutes extra, extra time. time. Why? The backup finding is speaking. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. That's not the point here. Why would why would you give them ten? ten you know, they, they uh, were the referees phenomenal. must have factored in the stoppages. Obviously, now the new rule that they actually give ten minutes. Uh, but the new rule that they are trying to pilot or semi-pilot this season is that the referee should stop now, the stoppage see, at any stoppage. Mm-hmm. Espanyol, Espanyol on that night. See, they played, they tried. See, it was really just just unfortunate for them, yeah. you know, to lose. Actually, I think they should, to, to be fair, if there's any justice left in this world, <laughs> they should go home. Cut of arbitration for sports. They should walk out, you know, no, with a point. Why. With a point, at least. Football is not always fair. But, I know, but Atletico scoring, you know, getting the winner. That's quality. That's what quality gets you. No, 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 no. Night, night, minutes. <laughs> no, see, I think he's, he's, he's to, me, to, me, though, to, to me though, the biggest highlight was Anton Griezmann was almost anonymous in that game. I think yeah. he got took, um, t- um, taken yeah. over. I think around um the fiftieth. Yeah. I said I said they shouldn't they shouldn't have stayed in you know Spain. I said, I said maybe they should, should go to England or go to England. Which team? 
could have actually when you go back to when on your poor form when you go back to your parents don't let me say parents club but the club where you made your name just like Torres. yeah just like not not Torres. let me say just like bill there is this thing that you are going there to reduce to rediscover so you, your Philip, own Philip, self. Philip, if you are Anthony Griezmann's agent, and then see, you still can't judge Anthony Griezmann. This is just his first game for Atletico. Well, that's a let's wait till that's five games after. Point, yeah, let's wait till five games after. Um, to the German Bundesliga brought Haaland can't stop scoring. I mean, Man, he got uh, a brace in that next game. season. Le- Marin, sorry, the whole thing from this is next season. Mineral is going to be a very, very well demand. You know what? It will shock you what that he'll switch to Bayern Munich. You I don't be care he's going to see, I, don't think, I don't think Bayern will be sold for more than 73 million. No, see, he won't be sold for that. But you know what happens? No. 73 million is almost uh, uh, affordable for the likes of City, PSG, Real Madrid, um, clubs, Bayern, clubs, you get. Yeah, so, how does Raiola become. No, now, to get for the campaign in money. Is, you know, we all know what Raiola is like. Is who can actually appease Raiola and say, okay, Raiola, come. How much? do you want because some three million like i said these clubs they can pay it now what happens if chelsea tables some three million city tables some three million chelsea is not going to buy a land uh, after spending after 93 uh, uh, okay, okay let's not go let's not except if look up okay, okay, okay okay let's not catch out psg city real madrid and obviously maybe hopefully barcelona have balanced their boots and they have money or whatever like we have about three four clubs now who could pay this some three million easily so you have four clubs who can pay it now. The problem now is who is going to like where is Haaland going to go? And this is dependent well, on who can we are, Before we even talk where Haaland is going to go, let's talk about the game against Bayern Levan. See, it's Hal see, as of now Haaland can do no wrong. And then for for Bayern Munich, I was surprised they ended oh, up winning. That that. One. Uh, uh, yeah, for no. Borussia I think you know, uh, I was surprised they ended up winning that game because I think they played against um, Leverkusen. Yeah, and I thought you know, yeah, they kept coming back. Exactly. Yeah, they, you know, at one point they were losing the game. Mm-hmm. They came back at one point, and another point they were losing the game. But mm-hmm. then when you have the likes of you know, Haaland and, I mean, arguably right now in current form in the past two years, this is arguably one of top the five, top five most clinical strikers Stryker. in the world. Well, for Bayern Munich, well, they defeated the uh, runners of RB Leipzig. And for RB Leipzig... Yeah, he plays in Germany. Is he not clinical? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Simovena used to play in Simovena. Germany. Yeah. No, for no, okay, R- now we've got two players, Albert. okay. Guys, for RB Leipzig, they've not been able to win any game this season since yes, uh, yes, Jesse March. Yeah, Jesse March came from Salzburg, and for all, of, uh, for all he did at Salzburg... RB Salzburg. RB <laughs> <laughs> Salzburg, let's not forget, RB Salzburg was that... RB Salzburg was that team that gave Liverpool a run for their money. RB Salzburg was that team that made that... No, that meme... Now, that common meme of um, Hang with Chan, you know, dribbling um, Bandai mm-hmm. when he was not dribbling and blah, 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 and blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But, yes, he's coming from Salzburg, the Austrian league. It's not the same as the German league. Mm-hmm. And the German league is not the same as, you know, whatever it is. So, they obviously got Andre Silva and you think this team is still really, really good. But then Bayern Munich is still Bayern Munich. With Lewandowski, with likes of, you know, Koeman, likes of Gnabry, likes of Goretzka, Kimmich. This team is still... What we saw over the weekend is anybody who saw the German Bundesliga, they all saw is for all of what is happening in German Bundesliga, for all the talents there or on top talents there, Bayern Munich and Dortmund are see apex predators in that league. When they decide or when they are ready to turn up, you know, turn the screws, mm. they are great, you know, they are almost um, always favorites for almost any match. So I think um, Bayern Munich winning that game, I'm not surprised because, like I said, this is you have the likes of Lewandowski, Sani, Nabdi, Koman. True. So it's a big, big team, and for just a match, this is more or less a learning curve again. He came to this team after three games. Yeah, three <laughs> games again. It's still well, early days, but I think you know, for Bayern Munich winning, I think um, Nagelsmann could have still been the coach there. Maybe mm-hmm. Bayern Munich wouldn't have won as comfortable as that, but then they would have found a way to win. And I think um, Man United deserved winners on the night, and it just goes to show how yeah, you know, the Bundesliga is still lacking yeah. in terms of competitiveness and uh, the top two. Talking about competitiveness. Um, Currently, Wolfsburg is stopping the, the table, um, followed um, closely by um, Bayern Munich and then Borussia Dortmund. Well, um, to the Serie A, we saw um, Inter Milan that draw against Sampdoria and Napoli also defeating Juventus again. Hence, Juventus' um, winless run so far this season. For Juventus, I, um, I think it's you know there were talks and talks and I mean, they talks. say they don't need Ronaldo. Yeah, I was. I was no, Philip, when I was must you always go about? <laughs> See, I feel like these guys, 
I think they are in a you know transition. Um, a transition. They are trying From to rebuild. To they are trying to rebuild. But they have the quality players, right? Because I, I don't I don't want to leave. <laughs> there is um there there is, um, there is um I'm trying to remember this guy. Not Kiesa. Kiesa is not obligated. There's Dibala, yeah. There's Dibala. There's also Amaro Morata too. Yeah, so... Amaro Morata quality. That's quality. Yes, yes. Because it's not for for you to see anybody that... If you miss chance, but let's be honest. He's in the world of football now. He's quality. quality. Amaro Morata is quality. He is. He See, let's not even go there. But what I'm trying to say, yeah... Napoli on the night. Napoli and I were good. But this is Juventus so far so good. From this season, no, from last season to this season, individual errors has been one of their biggest undoing. Yeah. Even when Ronaldo was there, and unfortunately for Ronaldo, when he was there, someone in the defense would make a mistake. But then, because Ronaldo does not score, he's the scapegoat. Obviously, when you have arguably the best player in the issue of the game, and then your yeah. team loses, you know, rival fans can come and drag him. But they also have, maybe, you say, arguably the best defense? No, no, I don't think they have the see, They have the best defense on reputation. <laughs> They have the best defense on reputation alone. These guys are slow. They no, are who, no, aged. no, no. The, the, the best defense is you new. Know, uh, delete agent. Yeah? Kellini. No, no, no. Who is a right back? Okay, call the right back for me, Philip. Who is... The right back is Di Chilio or Danilo. Their left back is either Alexandro... Hey, Danilo that they wanted to sell for 80 million. One no, 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 it's Alexandro, it was, not Danilo. It was, okay, it's Alexandro. And, and that would have been... Anything who paid into me would have been scammed, you know, would have been scammed. Yeah, big, but that does not mean you should lose all the battle or the games this now, season. Now, let's not talk as if Napoli, not let's not talk as if Napoli is a, as a, is, is a small team. Okay, they are coached by, they are coached by, before Napoli. Yeah. How about the game before Napoli? Napoli? Yeah, that's why I said, this is, three games now, they've not been able to win any. You can't justify so, the See, and for, for a good coach, three games is big, big news. No, 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 for the quality of coach that they have now, Mass Allegri. You come on, not, not, losing, like uh, not winning years. any, not winning any game so far. Been gone for like two years. So okay. this man, this man Marie, what if I tell you? What if I tell you that okay, he has lost his okay. I won the Olympia and I'll put myself on the on on you know on record now. No, 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 no. I'm putting put on record now. Juventus finished top two in the league. Well, the 13th like, of September, well, 2021. Well, I said it. Juventus yeah. finished second in the league. Well, the, the, <laughs> the phone lines are open on the show this evening. You can call in. You can be part of the show. You can call in to share your thoughts. What we've discussed so far this evening. The phone lines is 0806-452-3344 or 0816-408-4381. The phone lines again is 0806-452-3344 or 0816-408-4381. Hello? Yeah, good evening. What's your name? Hi, this is Comrade Asuna on the line. All right, Comrade, your contribution, quickly. Yeah, my, uh, I want to complain on one or two things. You know, right. I, uh, I look at that of Juventus, you understand? Know, see, there's one thing I want people to understand is they feel like, uh, no, then they were criticizing Ronaldo, that Ronaldo came to the to, to Juventus without not uh, achieving anything. Mm-hmm. That is what people felt like, and it does not contribute, and this is not showing. Because mm-hmm. look at it now, compared to when Ronaldo was there, the Juventus last two seasons they were able to win the league with just one point and look at Ronaldo's goals in mm. Juventus. Remove those goals and True. then know where Juventus is. True. You understand? Know yeah. Ronaldo is very, very, very much important and that is one of the factors. Whether I take it or leave, that's one of the factors that's affecting their mind about that. All right. Thank you very uh, much. I, 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 yeah. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much, comrade, for your contribution. The phone line 806 452 or 0816-408-4381. Hello? Hello, good evening. Yeah, good evening, Lily Bright. Your contribution quickly. Yeah, I just want to comment on the. I mean, this of the. This guy was very, very tough. But nobody, I don't know whether the people want that one to get the lead. But everybody wants to win at some point. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much, Ulu Bright, for your contribution. Well, the phone lines is 0806 452 or 0816-408-4381. Those are the phone lines. And uh, also tomorrow, the Champions League begins. I know a lot of people are really eager. Uh, I think we have a um, tough game tomorrow. Um, Bayern Munich. Bayern... Barcelona. 
taken on Barcelona and uh, for Barcelona uh, they've been hit with another injury worry Madame Bradwright uh, has undergone a knee surgery and uh, could miss um, some months out for you know, due to injury and also there's Ansu Fati who's also out there's also Sergio Aguero uh, that's also out uh, for Barcelona really really uh, sad one there and tomorrow definitely will um, preview uh, the games and set to go down tomorrow so tune in 7pm is the time uh, my name is Maureen and I have good night.